0: How are you this fine morning? I'm fucking fantastic. How the I fuck love are you? That. Good. It's October, baby. I know. I'm freezing, but I'm good.
1: <laughs> but you're happy. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's all we can. That's all we can ask for, really.
0: Yeah. I over the weekend I got to see uh, friends of mine, which hasn't happened in months. What's and, that like? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. I did it was for like two hours because then I had to go to work but (laughs) Donna her her best friend from childhood still her best friend but they met in childhood Rita was in town so we got to hang out and she's rad as fuck and she reminds me a lot of you and that she's very crafty oh and yeah she's real crafty I think in like fourth grade she won the Betty Crocker award or some shit oh my god I love that and like it's like an amazing baker and makes like cool Halloween candies and stuff like that so she made me and donna day of the dead print face masks <gasps> i'm sure that's beautiful it's pretty wonderful i wore it to starbucks this morning and everyone was very excited about it all the braces were like girl I'm like i know so rita i don't know if you listen to this uh if you don't it doesn't matter i'm sure donna will tell you thanks so much for the face mask girl you're amazing that's super
1: cute i love that yeah I was like, I'm wearing my sugar skull leggings that my mom bought me today, so.
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, as you know, I have a, a skull thing.
1: <laughs> I'm aware, yes. So I've heard.
0: <laughs> so you've heard. Uh, and and that also has, translates to a lot of my clothes. And people now are like, oh, Halloween. I'm like, yes.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's why. Halloween. <laughs> not part of my everyday wardrobe what are you talking about exactly
0: like i i have this amazing um like cropped black cardigan from betsy johnson that just it's very business in the front and then there's the skull and crossbones (gasps) in the back and it's my favorite thing in the world that sounds gorgeous like oh halloween i'm like sure yes halloween that's right (laughs) i only wear it the month of october uh (laughs) it's where my macabre Sense uh, is acceptable is the month of October. Yes. I'll fucking take it though.
1: I love it. All day, every day. Let's do this. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, you'll be very happy to hear that I officially started Midnight Mass. <gasps> Tell me everything. Oh my God. I'm so obsessed. Ah! It's fucking amazing. I don't know why you said it started like as a kind of slow burn because, um, I'm already terrified and I've already been terrified like several times to the point that I like jumped in the first episode
0: oh i mean like no it gets like way worse (laughs) this when it when it escalates you're gonna see why this is
1: really why this is tame oh my god because
0: it's like a thousand like you're like holy fuck like yeah it's like episode three (sighs) shit starts getting real okay episode five the psychotic horse is racing towards the bird's (laughs) table Oh my
1: god! I okay. I can't. I can't wait. I'm. I believe that I fell asleep at some point during episode three. Okay, you got to rewatch them. So I definitely have re-watch. to rewatch it. Yeah, but I'm obsessed. I didn't realize that Hamish Linklater. I think is how you say it. Um, name?
0: Sploosh Sploosh. That he's in it. Bless me, Father, for I have <laughs> sinned. Holy fuck! Ah, ah. He's amazing.
1: Ugh. He's so great. Yeah. And I've, like, loved him as an actor since he was uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's brother in The New Adventures of Old Christine. Mm. He's fucking hilarious in that. And he's in Legion, which I, you know I love and adore. So the of fact course. that, like, he's in this, I'm fucking thrilled because I think he's, he's amazing. He's so good.
0: I am blanking on his name, but he's incredible. So I'm going to look it up. Raoul Coley, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm so sorry if I pronounce it wrong. Uh, who plays the sheriff oh okay also sploosh holy fuck um yeah hello hi
1: <laughs> hello uh you can take me to jail any day thanks please
0: do please <laughs> um i would totally be down to be like in restraints and locked up in your situation. right i was like
1: don't forget the cuff
0: thanks <laughs> wink wink so he wrote this tweet being like fuck hamish Linklater." He's so fucking good that literally I've had like imposter syndrome for the next three months being like, (laughs) why am I even acting? Like, because I'm such trash comparatively, which he's not. Oh my God, which he's not. He's amazing. Everyone's incredible. But also I fucking get it because. Yeah. There's a scene. I want to say it's episode five that he has with Riley. Okay. That it's he's so. Good in it. I mean, he's just great across Period, the board. Yeah, but the scene in episode five, and when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it's just so good, and everyone's so good, and it's beautifully shot and written, and yeah, it's just wonderful. And uh, there were people in the bar last night uh, that we were kind of talking about. <laughs> I know, I know how this came up. So at my bar. One of the offerings, because it's a beer and wine bar, but the only thing that's really not beer and wine is a sangria, which is a Sharknado sangria. Oh. <laughs> and it comes <laughs> with, hysterical. like, a cute little sharky. I just want to come just yeah, for this now. Yeah, it's wonderful. Like, I might, yeah. It's wonderful. And so there's a, a couple who was in, and the woman was, like, uh, not understanding the Sharknado part. And I was like, oh, because you got a shark in it. And, and I guess she – um lives a blessed life in that she somehow missed that Sharknado was a phenomenon that existed.
1: And there's like a million
0: movies. Yes, There's a million million spinoffs and sequels and whatever. So we're like, Oh no, this is like a D movie. Like this is a terrible movie. And Oh yeah. And so like, I guess her boyfriend or the man that she was seeing and I were talking about this cinematic masterpiece Sharknado. And then we were talking about uh, horror movies that are terrible Uh, So I brought up like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I love, but is objectively terrible. And then we were talking about how she enjoys horror movies, but is very picky about them because most of them are fucking terrible. And I was like, girl, you got to fucking watch Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass. So we got into a whole thing about it. Uh, I literally just can't stop talking about Midnight Mass because it's so good. I mean...
1: I get it. Like, I'm only a few episodes in and I'm already hooked. It's fucking, it's so well done. It's so well written. It's, you're right. It's phenomenally shot. Like, it's very beautifully done. And I'm just so, I'm so intrigued. I'm not going to spoil anything, but like, oh my God, it freaks me out so much. Every time the camera starts to turn to the side, I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yes. Don't do this to me again. I can't, I can't, I can't. Yes. It's so, it's so much. I like, I. I don't usually jump in things and I've jumped multiple times just in the first few episodes. Yeah. Like,
0: um, whew. So that first scene, and it's not really a spoiler because it's in the trailer. So Mike Flanagan, who wrote and directed Midnight Mass, uh, so he said that his biggest fear, because he, he's a recovering alcoholic, and he said that his biggest fear wasn't that something would happen to him. It would be that he would get drunk and be in a car accident and kill someone else and not yeah. him. And then
1: have to live with that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like that was he said his biggest fear. And that's not a spoiler. It's literally the first scene of the series. Okay. It's in the trailer. I don't think I ever watched
1: the trailer because I wanted everything to yeah. be a surprise. Yeah.
0: So it's the first scene. Okay, I'm not spoiling anything. It's not like it's integral to like the character's like development, but it's not like a, a for huge sure. reveal yeah. or anything. So it's it's one of those things that uh, he's gone on record multiple times as saying that this is his most personal work. But it's uh, – I'm so glad you're watching it. And it's, like, a great – I mean, it's a great show to watch anytime, but in October uh, –
1: Yeah, it it feels right. It yeah, feels good. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. I can't wait for you to finish it. Oh, my God, I know. I'm going to – I'll text you. I'll text you when I do. Yes, I, like, need the, like – breakdown we need to have like the most in-depth kiki
1: ever fuck yes i almost texted you last night because i was freaking out about it and then i was like no i'm, not, I'm <laughs> gonna talk to you literally tomorrow morning i was like i'll save it for then. like you would appreciate me like gushing about it in person Absolutely, more than way. just like via text you're like what
0: the fuck is johnny watching it too are you going so uh yes
1: no no we started it together How, what does he think about it He's loving it. Yeah. So we finished Squid Game and it was one of the like suggested things to start next. And he was like, I actually heard that's really good. And I was like, Monique has literally been gushing about it to me for like two Weeks. I was like, like it is literally like next on it. my <laughs> list. I was told it had to be the first thing on my queue that I watched next.
0: Yes. Everything got pushed down. So it was like, we were
1: both kind of like on our phones and it was just like hovering over that. And then he was like, I mean, you can press play if you want. I was like, okay, good. Thank God. And I like immediately, like immediately hit the button and then I was like, all right, we're
0: let's do it." <laughs> I mean, this. I would be mad.
1: Uh, that being said, Squid Game was also fucking phenomenal uh, and definitely worth the time to watch all of it. I cannot wait for season two. <laughs> Again, no spoilers. At the end, I-, I kept being like, oh, okay, like I'm I'm with it now. I get where everything's going. And like, nope. It was like more than a one-two punch. It was like a fucking three-four punch. Anytime I thought I knew what the fuck was going on, they were just like, bitch, you don't know shit. Like, here's like six other things. And I was just like, oh my god, I was not prepared for the level of this. Holy fuck. Okay. Super bloody and gory. Um, just really well done. Uh-huh. Really engaging characters. <sighs> It's good. It's really good. Yeah,
0: I gotta check it out because uh, I decided to be a slacker this week and only work uh, <laughs> four days. Such a
1: slacker. Yeah, instead
0: of the uh, obligatory <laughs> nine.
1: There's <laughs> not I'm even nine days, nine days of a days week, and a somehow she's done. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, you're fucking nonstop with work,
0: girl. Uh, and of course, it's not counting this podcast, which is every yes. day. Yes. But uh, now I, I I gotta check that out. I gotta check that out. Um, so many good things
1: to watch. I know. I know she's done enough
0: hours in the day girl Facts. yes uh, also this is another fucking horror podcast i'm monique sanchez i'm amy traden guys this is the true listener tales episode fuck yes which is my fave of all the fucking episodes hell yeah because y'all's stories are fucking crazy
1: and scary paranormal shit doesn't really happen to me unless you count the weird 666 on my computer last episode i would count that Uh, But beyond that, I need to live vicariously through everyone else, our wonderful listeners. Exactly. So. Fuck yeah. Should we get it started? No. Let's get into it. Fuck yeah. Let's fucking go for it. Uh, Am I starting this? Yeah. This shindig? This hoedown? Yeah. Uh, Amazing. Okay. This one comes from B. So B says, I went to school in New Jersey and my freshman year of high school, we had a peer leadership teacher. He did the welcome orientation for the freshmen and was super friendly. Now, looking back, probably too friendly. Oof. Red flag. Oof. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. In the middle of our freshman year, the cops came to school and arrested him. And Damn. no one really knew. Oh, yeah. Damn. You know that was hot goss, too, at the time.
0: It's gotta be. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's never happened. I didn't fucking. I never
1: had a teacher arrested in the middle Arrested? Of school. No. Fuck no. No one knew really what was going on, but a couple days later, it came out that he was inviting students to his apartment where he gave them drugs and alcohol. Uh, There was also some speculation that in addition to giving them drugs and alcohol, he was also having sex with some students.
0: Of fucking course Of course,
1: course, because you're not just going to give them drugs and alcohol and hang out with them, you're going to try to fuck them.
0: you know and it's that thing of i don't know if you ever had this of there were always those guys who were like in their 20s who like always hung around yep and like dated high school girls and like oh he was like cool he was like the guy who would like get you alcohol and no he's a creep he's "He's a creep and a fucking pedophile yeah He's
1: not the cool guy. Get the fuck away from him.
0: Yeah, no, he could get us, like, alcohol whenever he wants. He lets us go to his house. Like, he's so cool. Red flag. Red flag. He's a (laughs) fucking creep. He's a fucking creep.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's into giving underage girls alcohol so that they're compromised, basically, and he can easily manipulate them into situations. Cool.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And even, like, I was friends with the girl who had the mom who, like, didn't care if we threw parties at a cool mom. Yeah, a cool mom. And, like... If we got waste in our house, I'm like, that's terrible. You should. There should not be that house. Yeah,
1: red fucking
0: flag. Red flag. Like, don't be a cool mom. Your kid doesn't need a cool. Your kid has has enough friends. They need a mom. Be the parent. Correct. Yeah. Or you know,
1: this shit fucking ends up happening, and then you've got fucking exactly. He's the cool teacher. No, Ugh. he's gross. Also, apparently allegedly having sex with some students. Mm. When the police went to the teacher's apartment, there was some alleged video, (gasps) oh my God, that was found on his computer. The cops found a video of the male teacher having sex with a male student who was a basketball player. Thing is, the student also had a girlfriend and was not out in any way. Whoops. Whoa. Shit. That fucking sucks. That sucks so bad. When it came out, it ruined the relationship with the basketball player and his girlfriend. If you look this whole story up, that part doesn't show up, so I don't know if that part of it was ever actually true, but they definitely broke up after the cops raided this shady dude's house, and that was the talk of the town for quite some time. I'm fucking sure. Dude. (sighs) <sighs> can you imagine? Oh my god, no. Ugh. I was like, that would ruin my year, actually. I'd be like, Girl, uh, can we all just, like, automatically get A's and be done with this? Because, like, I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's very creepy. I don't feel safe. Literally. Also, that same week, when the news team came to give it some press, my mom was driving me to school and... <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. She was so distracted by the news station that she hit a school bus, which is pretty hard to do because they're hard to miss. So there was a lot going on in a small town. Holy fuck. I fucking loved that, like, little additional thing. (laughs) That was perfect. That was the perfect way to end it. That's fucking fucked up, though. Dude, for fucking real. Trust no one. Especially, like, the cool teacher. Oh, yeah. No. No, no, no. God. I feel like, ugh, I actually feel like Johnny has kind of a similar story to this of, like, a teacher in his school as well. I'll have to ask him what it is. It's, uh, yeah, I feel like it's very similar to this.
0: That's so fucking awful. Yeah. Why aren't people doing background checks on teachers? Uh, yeah. Seriously. I was like, and they are, just, I guess, not as thorough as they need to be. Man, come on. Yeah. Okay. So this is from Mo, who we're obsessed with, of Game of Moes, Mo! who made us our earrings. Oh my gosh. And it's just fucking wonderful. Uh, yes. It's just a joy and a delight across the board. Hey, girl. Yes. We're obsessed with you. Facts. Okay, y'all. I've been saving a story since I saw this post. I'm so excited to tell you. Okay. So I have a degree in theater and musical theater. Hey, girl. Same. Not musical theater, <laughs> theater. My parents are real proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> what made me go into theater was my high school drama department. Supposedly every theater has a ghost. Yes. My high school theater sure did. And I've seen her. Girl, Mo! <gasps> okay. I love this. This actually might be true
1: because I my college theater for sure had a rumor of a ghost as well. Same. My,
0: yeah. uh, my college theater, my high school... It was more a, a cafetorium. Yeah, I would say auditorium situation. Okay, nice. Yeah. Classic. But allegedly my my high school theater and not high school, my, my college theater had a ghost. That was the, you know, the talk on the cam, on the quad. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts love drama
1: people. If there's one thing they know I mean they love facts. drama. I fucking get it.
0: So it was opening night of a Midsummer Night's Dream. Of course it fucking was. <laughs> of course. Like, it, it's not... It would be that or Macbeth uh, yeah. that this would happen. And we had just closed up for the night. Audience was gone. Most of the cast had gone home. And I was wandering around looking for my ride. You know, high school things. <laughs> Girl, yes. <laughs> Been there, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, I thought the person driving me home was pulling a prank on me and hiding. I walked onto the dimly lit stage and saw the curtain rolled up in a way where it looked like someone had stood and spun it in and made a cocoon of the curtain. I thought this was the person driving me home. I saw feet at the bottom of the curtain. Girl, oh my god. No, no, no. Just chills. Chills, Mm -hmm. chills, chills. So I figured it was them and I went to go unravel the curtain and the minute I touched it, The feet disappeared and the curtain fell out of the rolled position. I have never been so spooked in my life. And that's that on Theater Ghosts. Hope y'all enjoyed. You both rock and I'm obsessed with you. Okay, have a great day. Mo. Girl, I would be traumatized for the rest of my fucking life.
1: Literally, I would never go into theater again and be like, and I'm changing my major. Cool, cool, cool.
0: This has been fun.
1: It's been fun while it lasted. Calculus. Yeah instead (laughs) no calculus ghost okay everyone knows that I hope not that is horrifying horrifying also like kudos to you for being brave enough to be like you know what this is just some my my friend fucking with me like I'm gonna go like call them out on it basically and just like unravel them
0: like no yeah I mean I'd probably like poke them with something yeah the most I'd do be like you motherfucker I need to get home yes
1: like a broom or something from a distance Um,
0: absolutely not no absolutely not. you're amazing we're obsessed with you obsessed uh you're much braver than either of us that's for sure facts yes i can't yeah like (laughs) it's funny because uh when people hear that we have this podcast they assume incorrectly that we're like ghost hunters or trying to like crack cases like no we're not doing any of that no we're not doing any of that we're not solving anything i am nope no we're just talking about have you heard this crazy shit well, buckle the fuck up. That's yeah. the extent of what we're doing.
1: <laughs> I know. I had a friend who texted me. and was like, after they uh, supposedly, like, identified the Zodiac
0: killer. And because they were like, oh, did you see oh, this? Oh, yeah, that fucking like, happened, too. Yeah. Allegedly, the Zodiac has been identified. But they're like, hey, FBI, can you, like, confirm this? And they haven't yet. So I'm like, who gives a fuck then?
1: So, yeah, we're st- I guess TBD still. So yeah, yeah. sent it to me and I was like I actually hadn't so you're the first person to tell me. And then uh they were like, "Oh, do you ever like try to solve cases?" And I was like, "No. That seems like a lot of work. I can barely like no. get the edit I'm out not a on fucking time." Cop. As you all realized cuz like whew, I'm not solving anything. I'm
0: not a cop. like, you know, no. I'm not I'm not a fucking asshole armchair detective and I'm not an internet sleuth who's going to be like, "I no, this person like you know, the fucking the don't fuck with cats thing." Yeah. Incidentally, they were never right about anything. <laughs> It just caused, like, some dude, like, to kill himself. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm not, not, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. We're just talking about crazy
1: shit. We're just talking bullshit. Yeah. Don't expect too much from us and you won't be disappointed. I think that's, like, the, Yeah.
0: Lower that bar. Taper that's those expectations. That's how I try to live my life. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Trust me. You'll enjoy yourself much more.
0: <laughs> exactly. Mo, thanks. You're amazing. Mo, amazing. As usual. If you, which, uh, if you haven't, like, uh, follow her on the Gram. Yeah. Yeah, she's M O Wait, she's Game of Mo's, isn't she, or no? Her Etsy shop is Game of Mo's, which is a fucking delight. Yes. So hers is M-O-Not Mo. That's what it is. It's E M underscore O H underscore not underscore M O E. But if you look up Game of Mo's artistry, she comes up. She does beautiful jewelry. She made us really beautiful earrings. I wore yeah, mine really to a nice. wedding recently, and everyone lost their shit over them.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: check her out. She's great. She's really cool.
1: Fuck yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you again, Mo. Thanks, girl. I'm moving on to our to our next story here. Yes. So this one is from from Nico, which I believe is unrelated to previous Nicos mentioned, i.e., yes. musical Nico. Yes.
0: You mean Johnny's best friend, Nico?
1: Johnny's best friend, Nico. Yeah, that's, that's a different Nico. N- different Nico, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want anybody to get, like, any of his other friends to be like, he's not his fucking best friend. Like, I'm his best friend. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to, like, start some shit. Uh, <laughs> when every – You know, it's Every it's girl a knows category. best friend, yes, is a tier. It's, it's a, a tier. tier it's not achieve. necessarily a
0: person. Exactly. Yes.
1: So Nico says – When I was a few days old, my great aunt came up from Columbia to live with us. She was basically our nana from when I was literally a couple days old to when I was eight. And she was a really big part of the family. I know, right?
0: Eight fucking years. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: Both of my parents worked as lawyers. My dad was in a big firm. My mom was at a legal aid society, so they both worked pretty long hours. So my great aunt would take care of my sister and I during the day. But this story is way before my sister came along. Our home has always been haunted. Oh, my nope. God. Nope. Red
0: fucking flag. No.
1: The women in my family are the ones who are the most attuned to it. My grandmother, my mother, and my sister all have stories and experiences in this house. In one seat at our dining room table, my mom would get this overwhelming smell of perfume and cigarettes, and Ugh. other people would smell it too, even though no one was ever allowed to smoke in our house. And my parents had redone all the duct work at our house right before they moved, so there wasn't a chance the smell was coming from outside. So that was just very strange. Mm. And my mother would sometimes see people around the house. She would see an old woman sitting at the edge of the bed. Nope. Nope. Mm.
0: Nope. No. (gasps) I'm moving immediately.
1: For real. Wait, the sentence continues and says, and there'd be a dent in the mattress where someone had been sitting. Uh -uh. No. No. No, thank you.
0: No. Mm Mm-mm. No. I was
1: like, so my bag is packed. Um, I'm going to be leaving right now.
0: Either we're having a priest party to get rid of this fucking woman or we're fucking moving.
1: Yes. Facts. Goodbye. So one day when I was around a year old, I was in the playpen and my grandmother went out to the garage to do something. She comes back in and she sees a woman with long black hair standing over the playpen. And at the time, my mom had long black hair, so she just assumed it was her. My grandmother goes over to say hi to her, and as she's approaching her, the woman turns around, and it's not my mother.
0: No, no, oh my god, full body chills. No. I gave myself oh my chills god. with that oh one. Oh my god, oh my
1: god, oh my god. I no. can't even imagine. And just like that, she disappears.
0: No, I, I, I
1: moved that day. Literally, I fucking
0: pull an Amityville horror and leave my shit there. And yeah,
1: <laughs> everyone, in get, the get in media. the car now. Get in the fucking car. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, it's it's the end of Poltergeist where like Dominique Dunn comes from her sleepover. It's like what's happening? He's like, get in the fucking the fucking car, car. right now. <laughs> we, there's no time for fucking there's questions. No time. We need to go right now. <laughs> for real.
1: <laughs> like I'm already pressing on the gas. So like you need to get a running start to jump in this vehicle.
0: Let's go. It's like Little Miss Sunshine. You need to yes! jump in the vehicle. I gotta, I gotta run
1: with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We always assumed that she was a benevolent presence looking over me because she never pulled anything mean or malicious.
0: I mean, that's nice. I'm not that. <sighs> I'm like Nico. Got that understanding.
1: You're so brave. Like, kudos to you for believing that and just going on with living in this house. Because I would have been like, I'm not taking my goddamn chances. Absolutely fucking not. We live at Motel Six now, just FYI. <laughs> exactly. Thanks.
0: Super A, baby.
1: Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nico, I'm glad you're okay, and your uh, benevolent presence was looking over you.
0: Yeah. Because it it reminds me, I think it was our first Listener Tales episode, where with the- Yeah, I think you're right. It was also looking over, like, a crib, but- Yes. But then when his mom took him, the ceiling collapsed over the crib. So I guess technically it may have been benevolent of, like, get your fucking kid. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. It creeps me out either way. Even if it's a nice ghost, it creeps me out a little bit. I just stay the fuck away from my kid. You know what? Bottom line, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. if you're alive or dead, stay yeah. The fuck I was away like, my yeah. ghost, pedophiles, like, just stay the fuck away from my kid. It's a yeah. great rule of thumb. Stay yep. the fuck away from my kid. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's catchy.
1: That should be on a mug or something,
0: right? <laughs> Um, also, this is why I don't have children. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this shit. No, God, no. Like, living people are enough to deal with. I have to deal with fucking dead people hovering over my child. Get the fuck out of here. No, absolutely no not. Way. Absolutely fucking not. It's a shunt <laughs> from me. Hard pass. Hard pass. Nico, thank you so much. That story was Nico, amazing. yes. Okay. I live in Minneapolis, and there's a gay bar called Lush that is the local hub of the gay community. The bar used to be a Jiffy Lube. But it wasn't grungy inside. It was cool and industrial, but you could definitely tell it used to be a Jiffy Lube. <laughs> I kind of love this. This sounds right up my alley. I'd be like, "Get um, the pumps, let's do this." Yes. It still had garage doors that would open and everything. Fuck I'm kind of obsessed yes. with this. We yeah. Let's go. Let's go to Minneapolis and go to Lush.
1: This sounds like an awesome like warehouse party type vibe. Fuck yeah, yeah.
0: It was great. It was owned by a man and his husband. They were going through a very acrimonious divorce. I think there was a third party involved where someone was cheating. Anyway, they were at a gas station and got into a big fight. And the spouse shot the owner <gasps> execution style at a Super America gas station. No way. Holy shit. And then went on the run on <gasps> foot. Because that's a
1: fucking move.
0: That's audacity.
1: Uh, that's a lot of confidence in your like cardio ability because I could never, literally, no! I'd be like, this fucking, this chase is going to be over in less than 10 minutes because I'm going to run, I'm going to run out of steam. I'm going to get a stitch in my side. I'm going to be hunched over in a bush when the cops find me trying to catch my breath.
0: Fucking literally. So I have a Bowflex Max Trainer, which is like the, <laughs> in my apartment, which the, the. Is holding the, like, clothes? Only when I need to dry them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, there's
1: no judgment. That's what it would be doing in my house. That's why I'm asking.
0: Dude. So it's the, the program is a 14 minute high intensity interval training. So it's 14 minutes and it's 25 seconds of like go really, really fast. And then a minute and 20 or like minute 15 of like active recovery. Yeah. Literally for those 25 seconds, I'm fucking dying. (laughs) You're like, literally this is it. And it's (laughs) 14 minutes total. So this dude being like, yeah, I just killed my husband execution style in front of God and everyone at a fucking gas station and I'm gonna book it on foot I'm just gonna take a jog like jog yeah I mean I'm not making it to the end of the fucking like gas station
1: I'm like fuck it arrest me Uh, right I'd be like I'm gonna actually sit down on the curb if someone could just like send the cops to wherever I am I can't I can't
0: (laughs) yeah I'm winded (laughs) I have a pain in my side.
1: (laughs) literally
0: I'm pushing 40 like this is a this isn't great for me (laughs)
1: we're talking to a girl who in middle school, I literally, I had lunch like right before I had to go to PE. That
0: was everyone. That was everyone.
1: I don't know why they did that. First of all, terrible plan. Whoever set that up, awful, I hate you. Uh, I used to pop three Advil every time we had to run the mile because I literally couldn't do it without getting an incredibly bad stitch in my side. So literally that was the only way I could, as a middle schooler, as a chubby middle schooler, Finish a under 12 minute mile, which was literally all you had to do. Most people can walk a 12 minute mile, and I still was like dying. Three Advil every single time is the only way I was able to get through it.
0: Girl, I was someone who, for the bulk of my life, was underweight. So this wasn't even like a chubby thing or not. And I would be dying. (laughs) Like dying. literally. (laughs) Literally. And I'm like, why? Who? I was like, Am I gonna meet the president? Why do I have to complete his fitness challenge? Fuck right? this motherfucker! Unless he's here to I personally see you break on the goddamn me. Lucky yeah. bars, sir.
1: <laughs> I can't. The only thing I could do was I was really good at the like uh, touch your toes because I was really short and flexible. Like that was it. Sit ups, no. Push ups, no. Pull up for fucking uh, definitely fucking not. not.
0: No upper body strength.
1: I still to this day cannot do a pull up.
0: No, and I have like a bowling injury in my elbow because I'm a fucking disaster of a person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm bowling Is that hell? not the most old person that is, thing you've you ever sound heard like in your life? 80. Like exactly, what? exactly. I love you, but you're this ridiculous. has been me literally forever. A bowling forever.
1: injury. I'm bowling dying injury right now because maybe. I
0: held on to that ball like a <laughs> millisecond too long before releasing it, and basically my like my upper arm, my forearm, like separated. Oh no! At the joint, and then like when it went back, it didn't go back right. So I have a fucking injury that I could probably easily fix with like PT or surgery. But why the fuck would I do that? That makes too much sense. That's too easy. Uh, I'd rather oh my suffer. God. It's the Cuban way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. I was in the middle of a fucking story. Oh my God. Homeboy has just murdered his husband at a gas station and it's like, fuck it. We're going to do a 12 minute mile on foot.
1: Fuck taking the car. I'm gonna yeah, fuck just it.
0: Fuck right. It. Why yeah. would you take the car? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. That's where this dude is. So there's this huge manhunt for him for six days because. <gasps> Damn. Okay, he
1: actually did good on foot. I'm. I did not expect that.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I was like expecting. I said, yeah. At the us. end of the gas station. I'm yeah. Like, six fuck minutes it. later. Yeah, they found him. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on a curb, and you just would see me just panting. like panting, holding my side, walking up the freeway. Like, very slowly. Like, I would be found immediately. Not this time. Oh, my God. He, he clearly goes to, like, a Mark Fisher Fitness or some shit. Or Barry's boot camp. <laughs> Just, like, CrossFit or some shit. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my P90X. God. P90X. Is that still a thing? I don't know. Probably. Probably. So there's this huge manhunt for him for six days because there's this gay murderer on the loose in Minneapolis. They shut his bank accounts off so he didn't have any money to rent a car or anything. So while he's on the run... He robs a fucking bank to get some what? cash. This guy is just zero to a thousand, right? And just like, like zero
1: fucks given. He's like, I mean, I'm already on the run. Like, what the fuck? He's uh, like, what yeah. are they going to get he's me like, on? Like, yeah,
0: dude, I already killed someone. Like, I this, I'm fucked. So I might, I might as well, well, well rob a bank. Yeah, go for the gold. And everyone in Minneapolis is trying to find him. Jesus. So he goes to a Taco Bell.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, yes, this is this yes. Johnny? I know, Um. right? I was like,
0: wait.
1: It's like, it's Minneapolis, so definitely not. But like. Exactly. Also, Johnny's not a gay murderer. We know this.
0: Do we, though? (laughs) No comment.
1: (laughs) Moving right along.
0: Just going to gloss over that. Gloss right over that.
1: It's like, I have nothing to say on the matter.
0: (laughs) So he goes to Taco Bell and tries to order through the drive-thru and the person at the window says, you have to be, I didn't know this, you have to be in a car to order through the drive-thru. <laughs> like you can't just walk up and walk like, up. Hi. <laughs> so the, the person who is at the window gets really sketched out and they call 911. So the single lone female cop shows up and she's <sighs> like, holy shit, this is the guy. Oh my God. And she tackles him and arrests him. And on the news, they played the audio, and you hear the female police officer say, one in custody from the murder scene. Here's the thing I absolutely knew this guy. My friends and I used to go to Bottomless Brunch at Lush all the time, and this guy was the one filling up the mimosas, <gasps> and he seemed friendly and normal. We never would have thought. Kevin.
1: Kevin. Holy fucking – I literally just have, like, a wave of chills yes. that won't go away right now,
0: honestly. How fucked up is that? It's so fucked up. To be like, oh my god, yeah, totally, he's the best. Like, He makes the best mimosas, I love it, yeah. Oh. And then be like, see him on the fucking news and be like, Homeboy just wilded it out so fucking hard. Yeah. Because I guess he didn't want to get divorced or was pissed. Because I, I don't know who was cheating and, and like, who was the – quote unquote culpable party in this divorce gotcha but still like don't kill people yes. it's
1: really not that difficult yes. it's the family annihilator situations like just because your fucking financial situation isn't the same as it was before like uh just y- y downsize get downsize it. it's like fine. do literally anything else besides murder your entire family
0: yeah uh thanks I didn't think I had to say that them being dead is not a better outcome to them being poor literally thank or, you or like Less, not even poor, like less rich than they're accustomed to. Yes, that being like middle class is not worse than being dead.
1: Thank you. I know for some people it seems like it, but <laughs> it's fine. Like it's really fine. You can
0: still live your life. If the roses can figure it out on Schitt's Creek, you're fine. Thank you. Yes, just saying. Tip for life. Kevin, thank you so much for that. That was fucking
1: Kevin. Crazy. Thank you so much. That was so crazy. You drank murderer mimosas. I can't get over that. Oh my
0: God. Murderer mimosas. Yeah. I can't even handle it.
1: Somebody's going to trademark that. I'm
0: going to be real pissed later, but it's fine. It says you can't trademark it. We're trademarking it. (laughs) We're doing it. I just, I'm going
1: to say TM after it and that's fine. That's, but. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Okay. Uh, All right. Next story here. So this is from Haley. Hey Queens. First off, you two are amazing. And I have been obsessed since day one of the podcast. Oh my god. Yes, please. Thank you. Love I'm you. Obsessed with you now. I love you too and can't wait for Sunday so I can listen to the latest episode. I didn't think that I would have a story for you, but here's a spooky chuckle with picture to boot. Uh hello. Hi. Thank you. Yes, please. We recently bought a split level house and have been getting used to the sounds and smells. Ooh. Oh, okay. oh yeah. my, red flag. Sure. Yeah, I'm a little nervous now. It was redone, but originally built in 1921. Ooh, love that. Some, some history to a building.
0: Oh, cute.
1: So my husband has been smelling something dank, musty, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. earthy, and mm-hmm. was trying to figure out where it was coming from. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know, right? I just don't feel good about this situation. No, no. He checked all around and couldn't find where it was coming from. Mm. So he decided to check under the stairs, which has a small opening oh, under them. No, okay. Nothing
0: good is under the stairs. I not know. even Harry Potter. I come know
1: from that was when he was being severely abused. Yeah. Yes. Nothing good comes under the stairs. No. In case it was a rat or something else that might have died. Okay. Plausible. Been there
0: for sure. But I don't want to be the one to find a dead rat either. Uh,
1: no. 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 Still, yeah, still not a fun situation to have to deal with. The dead rat situation. He was a bit leery, so he took a picture instead of looking directly. Smart. Smart man. I like this. Mm -hmm. Well, he found a skeleton. Get the fuck out. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Upon further inspection, it is fake. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Deep breath. Thank God. That was terrifying for a second, though. My stomach dropped. But the best part is, there is no opening other than a small cat sized hole. So this was placed before the stairs were finished. What the what? fuck? That's fucking weird, man. I love that it was also found during spooky season and plan on adding to it. I have attached a picture and will update once any additions happen.
0: Again, yes!
1: love you two and always looking forward to the next episode. Cheers, Haley.
0: Ah! Haley! I'm so glad it's not a real skeleton.
1: I'm so glad it was not a real skeleton. I would hate for you to have to found a dead body in your house. Uh, there is a PS, which I'm going to read as well. Yeah. It says, PS, random information for you. One of my besties was looking into redoing their floors and stairs and found out way too much info about them, including that the space under the stairs is called a spandrel. So we have been calling the skeleton that. That's really fucking cute, actually. And I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I'm going to look at this picture. <laughs> oh my God. I would have literally shit my pants if I had saw this. If I just like, yeah, was like, I'm too afraid to look. I'm going to take a picture. And then this was the fucking picture on my camera. <laughs> I would be like, uh, no further questions, your honor. Again, we're just going to like leave. I'm going to move literally. Right I now.
0: mean, it looks a-, a little too clean. It
1: does for sure. For me, like, I'd be like, this has to be fake. But for the 10 seconds I first saw it, I definitely would have freak the fuck out
0: for sure I, and also I think that it's that thing of like my brain would be like this has to be fake yes I like, can't believe this I, is I'm real. not I'm not in in a mental state for this to be real so I'm deciding <laughs> I'm making the executive decision this is fake facts yeah <sighs> oh my god Haley thank you so
1: much yes Haley thank you I really enjoyed amazing. that I also enjoyed that it was like also everything was okay nothing actually bad happened thank you
0: <laughs> yes I needed that in my life also I hope you found the smell. Yeah. that you don't have a musky house anymore.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes there's just weird smells. I moved into an apartment that smelled overwhelmingly of cat piss. I don't know why. Yep. And there's apparently this, like, uh, stuff you can buy at pet stores that's just, like, a chemical that you can pour in yes. and apparently eliminates the odor the and like I, ammonia yeah, yeah yeah, yes and I fucking had to use like two full gallons of it It was like in the closet weirdly and I like remember mentioning it to the people and being like hey it like smells like cat pee in there and they were just like there's never been a cat in there so I don't know why that is and I was just like okay super weird whatever so yeah I, I, I think doused that's it with like, like a a demonic thing too. is it smell of like cat piss? Cool, cool, cool. So it's been following me since I lived in New Hampshire. Is that what you're telling me, Monique? The maybe. Demons, I mean, amazing. the six six six. I don't make the rules. Amy. I'm not gonna lie. That was really fucking creepy. I know. I like. I'm just like. It's a coincidence. Like, you hit some keys, but like, it was really weird, you guys. <laughs> I, I don't feel super great about it. I'm trying not to think about it, but like, I freaked myself out that one. <laughs> you mean- heard my reaction, so that was real. That was that was
0: real. Especially since you like happen to be covering demonic possession and you like yeah. move your computer to another room.
1: Any other story, I would have been like, okay, that was weird. Like the fact that it was
0: this story. And it's an odd key to like accidentally hit of like when you hold a computer that's it's not in the where dead you hold it. on the top. Yeah. And that it's like three rows of it. Like I think you would have noticed if you were hitting a key. I
1: thought so, but apparently not. And I was. So cool, cool, cool. Haley, thank you again. <laughs> okay, just I'm like moving gloss on. Over. I'm just like I'm just gonna go right past this. <laughs> I'm like freaking myself out again. Uh, Haley, you're
0: amazing. Thanks so much. Yes, thank you so much. So the following isn't so much a story; it's more a PSA. Oh, from shit. none other than Queen Grace. Queen Grace, Grace, love her. I need the PSAs, honestly. I mean, it's a good one. Okay, travelers. I don't have time to write you another listener story, but I feel we need to address something, namely Ouija boards. Ah! <gasps> yes, mm-hmm. Grace. Grace. Tell us. I don't fuck around with Ouija boards because the last thing that I need to deal with is an army of dead people complaining about what I did wrong on their death scene. <laughs>
1: like, bringing forums to her, like, yeah, uh, hi, would you put this here, uh, This actually? was wrong. Yeah, thanks.
0: Or telling me to go back and pick up their jewelry, or bitching about the fact that I cut their favorite shirt off of them. That is the thing, um, Nicole, who is my friend, who is the star of Risen, and we interviewed. Yes! When she discovered that she had a brain tumor, and brain cancer, basically how she found that out is she had three seizures in the middle of the night one night, and she was wearing her favorite like flannel shirt to sleep and they like cut it off her to <gasps> to do the all the, the medical things and uh her her one of her best friends like free bought her the shirt afterwards to be like that's I'm so sorry sweet. you have brain cancer but you have your shirt back that's really sweet yeah which I was always like why did they do that but I guess also it's just like the expediency and you're not gonna like undress yeah a corpse yeah it's- yeah. It's like, what's the point? I'd be pissed, though. I would be, too. I'd be like, fuck, I really like that outfit. It's my favorite goddamn one. Yeah. Son of I a could, bitch. I could see that. I could see being, like, upset on the other side about it. I'm like, you know, I really looked good in that. You didn't have to cut it. Right? <laughs> but more than that, while I'm not sure I necessarily subscribe to any particular faith or religion anymore, I do believe in weird shit. Same facts yeah
1: well she's seen some weird shit so yeah
0: absolutely and i have a friend who i'm perfectly comfortable saying is very ellipses insightful
1: (gasps) oh oh i got some chills from that i'm excited okay
0: and she reads the stars reads tarot cards and does loads of witchy shit and she gave me perhaps the best cautionary tale about ouija boards that i have ever heard as she puts it Fucking around with a Ouija board is like walking up to a payphone, dialing a random number, and inviting whoever answers the phone to come into your house and hang out. Not the best idea.
1: Ooh, I like that analogy.
0: Which is, like, real accurate.
1: Yeah, and really terrifying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know it's tempting, but I have to agree that I think Ouija boards are a bad idea. You don't know who you're talking to, and you don't know what they're capable of. Have a safe spooky Halloween. And don't talk to strangers, especially not ethereal ones. Grace, Grace. Grace. Okay. Does that
1: mean we need to uh, rethink our Ouija tarot? Christmas? No, this is what
0: we do. I think okay. we do it at like a hotel. Oh, okay. So, like, so not if we our bring any problem. ghosts,
1: we bring the ghosts to the hotel. Which property not has problem. ghosts? So
0: it's fine. Yeah, you, you check out, leave them there. It's good. Uh, that's what I think. Okay. Like, okay. I don't think we should do it at either of our houses.
1: <laughs> We're definitely not doing it in my apartment, Monique. Definitely
0: not in mine. No. no. Donna. I like, hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, girl. girl. <laughs> you wanted to be involved. <laughs> Donna's fucking Donna clown. I, I know. <laughs> but um it's funny because I even had thought about putting out my Ouija board because it's a really beautiful board. It's a circular board. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a circular board. That sounds gorgeous. Yeah, I had never seen one before I went to this random shop in Salem, like 14 minutes into being there. I'm like, well, that's for me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I like wanted to put it out as decoration. I was even like, I don't want this out. Like, I don't want to go to bed and see the planchette somewhere and then come back and see the planchette, maybe like somewhere else. Like, I just don't even want it. I don't want that. that." I'm with you on that. I'm very
1: much with you on that. I get it. So it's
0: still in its box. It's, you know.
1: That's respectful. That's correct. Don't fuck with the Ouija, per Queen Grace. Yeah.
0: I mean, Grace. You know, she makes good points. She does. Yes. She's a wise woman. I think we should all ten thousand percent. Should all. I mean, to her. do I make poor life decisions? Absolutely. I will uh, definitely yeah. fuck with the Ouija again. <laughs> But thank you for that PSA. Yeah. Right. Thank you. I was like, well, here I
1: am. I've never messed with the Ouija in here. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Like, fuck yeah. That. Let's invite some shit. Absolutely. To a hotel we've established.
0: That's what we got to do. Okay. We'll go to That's smart. We'll go to Sleepy Hollow. We'll get a hotel. Okay. We'll Ouija it up. Although I have a, a friend of mine stayed at Lizzie Borden's house, I believe. <gasps> really? Fucking wild. And then apparently in all the rooms they have Ouija boards.
1: Oh, why?
0: Get out of here. that I'm like. I have a problem with. Like, yeah, if no. I want to bring it myself. That's I'm fine. Like, fine. I'm a psycho. But to go into a room and it's like, girl, we got you. Like, I don't like that.
1: And like here, why don't you just try this? In yeah. This house? And she was, yeah.
0: She told me that she was playing it with her mom and that she like looked over at the, like something in the room and like the planchette forcibly moved away from her. And she like thought it was her mother. And she like looked back to be like, dude, Relax. And her mother's hands weren't on the planchette. <gasps>
1: Chills. No, girl. No. I'm if good, I go thanks. into
0: a spot and they're like, we got a Ouija ready for you. I'm like, I'm checking out at this place right now.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I'm highly suspicious. First I want my fucking deposit back. Yeah, thanks. No,
0: absolutely fucking not. <laughs> uh,
1: another PSA. If places have Ouija boards in the room when you get there, don't stay there. Don't stay there. Or yeah. if you do
0: know what the fuck you're getting. It's not going to be great.
1: A fucking haunting. That's what you're getting. Yes. That's right.
0: Not a restful sleep.
1: Correct. Again, thank you, Grace, for your amazing amazing insight and wisdom. As per usual. Thank you. Yes, always. Okay. This one is from Anonymous. Says, Greetings from a fellow true crime fan from Miami. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Now as both of you ladies are well aware the crimes that come out of Miami are fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, girl, they're fucking nuts.
1: <sighs> Don't we fucking know it? I couldn't even scratch the surface of all the weird true crime stories that I've heard over the years of growing up here. For including sure. <laughs> including that one time in the 80s my uncle found a kilo of cocaine that washed up on the beach. Oh shit. He swears he reported it to the police.
0: It you're fucking sucker, dude.
1: In parentheses, exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) One of the craziest stories, though, happened in 2012 when I was still in high school. It was a Saturday, so my friends and I decided we were going to drive over to South Beach and hang out for the day. Now, there are a couple of ways to get to Miami Beach, which includes South Beach, for those not familiar with Miami, from the mainland. One of which is the MacArthur Causeway. It's three and a half miles long and six lanes, and since I live pretty close to it, it's what I always use to drive over to the beach. What I thought was an uneventful day trip turned out to be anything but. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Okay. As soon as I got home, my parents started freaking out, asking me if I had taken the causeway they knew I had, and asking if I had seen anything crazy.
0: Oh, my God. I said I
1: hadn't. And that was when I found out that I had driven by one of the most insane crimes to ever come out of Miami. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Apparently, it all started when a man named Rudy Eugene's car broke down on the causeway.
0: Oh, my it, God. Wait, wait, wait. Is this that rings is this this what I you think this me. is? I... Th-
1: a girl. I fucking might be. Okay. <laughs> Eventually deciding to abandon it, he began walking the three and a half mile bridge, stripping off his clothes and ditching his driver's license as he traveled over the causeway. The man, who was completely naked by this point, then encountered a 65-year-old homeless man named Ronald Popo, uh-huh. who had been resting under the Metro mover, which is, that's like the little like train thing, right?
0: Yeah, you don't even know what it is Yeah, I like, it's so well, fucking I don't, useless. I don't think I No one actually okay. uses it. Yeah, they were like, oh, guys, we have public transit now. Cool. It doesn't go anywhere. Super helpful, thanks. But, you know, we have it. <laughs> cool. Gold stars for us.
1: Eugene then proceeded to attack the man. He beat him, stripped him of his pants, and repeatedly bit his face. <gasps> yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I fucking remember this. Okay. This
0: is the bath salts thing. Yep. But he wasn't on bath salts. Yes. He was on fucking weed. Yes. This shit happened right around the corner from my brother's apartment, where my brother used to live. He used to live right there where it happened.
1: That is fucking
0: crazy, dude. Yeah.
1: When the cops arrived, they obviously ordered him to stop, but the man just growled at them and continued to go to town on this guy's face. The police ended up shooting and killing Eugene to stop the attack. Popo survived, but was admitted to the hospital in critical condition with 75 to 80% of his face above his beard missing. Holy fuck. Oh my God. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Oh, he lost his my eyebrows, Woo! his Woo! nose, parts of his forehead Woo! and cheek, and his left eye, Woo! and was left totally blind Woo! due to the damage to his remaining right eye. Oh my god, I got chills so bad with that.
0: Oh my god, okay. I knew this, I didn't know that that was the extent of the injuries. Oh my fucking god. He went
1: to town on this guy. Eugene became known as the Causeway Cannibal and or the Miami Zombie. (gasps) While police originally suspected that he was high on bath salts at the time, fucking called it, the toxicology report only detected marijuana in his system. While there were also a number of undigested pills, they were not identified. It was originally believed that Eugene hadn't known his victim before the attack, Popo, while he was working with the homeless community of Miami. I still can't believe I drove over the causeway the day this happened. My friends and I still remember it as the day an uneventful trip to the beach turned into our brush with true crime infamy. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god. Fucking- That- fucking story. Dude, I remember fucking floor everyone is fucking wild, dude. hitting me up. It was the first time I'd ever heard about bath salts. Yes. was that story. Yes.
1: It was fucking everywhere, man. Like, Yeah. Ugh.
0: And then and then the, the toxicology was like, no, girl. It was actually just he was just fucking uh, smoking we, weed. Yeah. Like, That's I not a normal reaction.
1: I don't know what you've heard, but that should not be happening.
0: I mean, munchies galore, but <laughs> oh fucking I remember everyone imaginable who I knew who wasn't from Miami or Florida hitting me up and being like, dude, what the fuck? And like, it's like if I was like the spokesperson for Yeah, Miami, like you I'm need like, to justify this. Like, I fucking left. You're- I don't know what the fuck crazy shit's happening there.
1: Call a press conference, Monique. Address <laughs> the community. We need to know what's going on. We're yeah, very I'll concerned.
0: Be like, um, shit's fucked. Right? You're like Miami. I'll take your questions. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Bitches be fucking crazy. Bitches be so Um, crazy. Yeah, that story's fucking nuts.
1: Uh, That is fucking crazy. (laughs) I, so I specifically remember this because there was the fucking parody song of Call Me Maybe. Do you remember this? Did you ever hear this? No, not at all. Oh my God. I (laughs) Uh, was like, hey, I just met you and this is crazy. But I'm on basalts and your face looks tasty. Yep. Yep. No, I it's real catchy. It's real catchy. Again, I'm sorry you had to listen to me butcher the rendition of that song because I'm a terrible singer. But yeah. No, you're fine.
0: Um I'm more like, how did someone make that parody song? It's very dark. Yeah, absolutely. Um, holy fuck. Thanks so much for that story. Yes. That's fucking crazy. That is insanity. Florida. What a what a spot. <laughs> <laughs> where you um, don't need bath salts to be fucking crazy right
1: it's just it's, there's something in the water i don't know what to say
0: alligators yes that's just oh water. my god yeah alligators and flushed down like cocaine and mdna and whatever the yep. fuck because <laughs> snakes <laughs> pick, pick a thing up. pick, a, pick thing. a thing it's fucking terrible
1: all right so you have our last story for us this is
0: the last story Say-oh. this one is really fucking crazy And the names have been changed in it to protect people. Amazing. I'm from Michigan and I graduated high school in 2011. And I was going to the Harry Potter Deathly Hallows premiere when all of a sudden I get these alerts on my Facebook, which was the only social media at the time. And this guy kept writing cunt (gasps) on my Facebook wall over and over and over. And I was like, uh, that's really weird. And I was so frazzled, we're about to go to the premiere, so I just blocked him. I knew who this was, but back then, people got hacked a lot. So I was just like, that's weird. I'm just going to block this dude. And then I didn't really hear from him for a long time. I went to college. I graduated. I got my first job. And then I saw a weird message on Facebook from an account I didn't know. And it said, yo, it's Ben. Unblock me. (gasps) And I was like, no, I don't really know who this is. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I don't really know who this is. So I ignored it. So end of 2017, I get all these notifications on Twitter. I have a Twitter, but I barely use it. I just use it to catch up on pop culture and whatnot. So I get a notification that someone mentioned me. So I open it up and I see all these requests. So I go into the request folder and it's this crazy fucking dude adding me, and it's a series of rambling messages where the dude is clearly out of his mind, accusing me of rape, saying things like, I know what you did to me. I'm going to tell somebody. I'm going to call the principal of our high school. He knows what you did. I know what you did. If you didn't force me, I would have been into it. And I've never done anything at all with this dude. So weird. Then he writes, Wanna bang? And then my home address with a (gasps) question mark.
1: Fuck off. So many chills right now. I'm so disturbed. What the ever loving fuck?
0: And this is on Twitter. These aren't even like DMs. These are like. Oh, these are like. Yes. Public posts. Yes. (gasps) They're public posts. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on with Ben? And I Google him. And right after graduation, after the cunt episode, Ben took bath salts. (laughs) Look at this. Little did we know, there's going to be a fucking theme. Yep. Um, Except that dude didn't take bath salts, which is crazy. Yeah, dude. Went into his trailer where he lived with his dad and tried to bash his dad's head in with a (gasps) mallet a few times because he was schizophrenic and on bath salts and the voices in his head told him to do it. Jesus. He had been in juvie for four years while I was in college and then he came out and started harassing me again. And I'm weirded out because he basically tried to murder someone and he's talking to me again. So one day, my dad is out of town and my brother's out of town and it's me, and my mom, and the dog alone in the house. And I know he knows my address and I'm afraid he's going to come over to my house and stab me or something. Can yeah, you fucking imagine, Jesus. Like, all of it, like any of us. No,
1: fuck, this is terrifying.
0: So I call my mom and tell her what is happening. I don't know what to do. I barely know this guy. We went to high school together. Our last names began with the same letters, so we sat at the same table at our class together, and I would just chat with him as a nice person, but I couldn't tell you what we talked about. Our lockers were next to each other, but that was it. I remember him, but I never hung out with him once. I never saw him outside of school. That's the extent that I knew him as a person. So I'm like, why is this guy saying that I tried to do things with him? It's all very weird. I tell my mom she's obviously freaking out and says should we go to the police and i say i guess we should because i have screenshots of all these messages after the incident on twitter i went on facebook and went through those hidden messages because before when someone wasn't your friend on facebook and messaged you that message went into a different folder that you wouldn't necessarily know about unless you purposefully opened that other folder because those messages didn't show up in your regular messages folder which did you ever no i never did facebook go through no. those ah uh smart yeah because those that was always uh enlightening oh I'm when you went through sure. that other messages folder of like the creeps that you had no clue who the fuck they were the messages you would get oh, there was God. a guy who was like trying to get me to have like a digital affair with him what and lived in Kentucky. And, like, I was, fuck? like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know. And like, we had no mutual anyone. I don't know how the fuck you found Just, like, me. like,
1: randomly reached out to a stranger, basically. And was, like, hey.
0: Yeah. And, like, sent me all these, like, crude messages. Ew. And, and I, like, responded. I was, like, dude, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know how the fuck you found me. But what I do know is that I screenshot all these and I sent them to your wife. So. <gasps> because. Of course he was.
1: Of course. Did you actually do that? Screenshot them and said, I absolutely did. I love you. That's amazing.
0: Good for you. And the worst part was that this, because her Facebook wasn't private, but his was because of course. Yep. And her whole Facebook was like, my amazing husband, my amazing husband, my amazing husband. So I had like her being like, look, I don't know who you are. I don't know who your husband is. I have no idea who the fuck, how the fuck you found me. Or like, I don't know what the fuck. I just think you should know what your husband is doing when he thinks you don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. So like, I wish you nothing but like good things, whatever. Bye con Dios. And I remember checking like kind of, and she's like, oh my God, thank you so much for this, blah, blah, and I remember checking in like six months later to be like. Still with on him. Her, on her, of course she was. Yep. Fast forward like another six months. Like I get this huge message from her on Facebook, like at like midnight. And it's her being like, I left him like basically after you messaged me, I started keeping like, uh, you know, an eye out and I started noticing all this shit. And even though he said that, like, that was a one time thing, I found he had a dating profile ah, online. Yep. And basically she was like, I'm so grateful to you because you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do any of those things because I wasn't anybody to you, but because of you, like Aww. you like saved my life, and I was kind of like, oh my god, it was so sweet because it could have easily been like, fuck you, who the fuck are you yeah, trying to that's fuck what my I husband, you were whatever. Say it, yeah, yeah, no, it went the total opposite direction of like, thank you for looking you out, know, like girl, yeah, to girl, yeah. Like, I love that. Good. Yeah, and I was like, I just wish you every happiness in the world. And you don't because deserve, you deserve this that and of, not a shit. Sack yeah. of shit. Yeah. So she decides to look in that file, that folder. Okay, so nothing good can come
1: of this folder, of course.
0: No. So I looked at that folder, and he had messaged me a lot from his account, saying things like, Why the fuck are you blocking me? Talk to me, please. I want to talk to you. And I'm like, Who is this person? Literally, yes. He also messaged me from another account. And he said, I know where you work. <gasps> so creepy, dude. This is Pump so, the like brakes on fucked. your creepiness. Yes. Yeah. At the time, I was working for an ad agency. I just changed jobs and there was this very creepy parking garage. And we were working late all the time. And when this dude sent that message, I was getting out of work late. It was dark. I was walking out alone. And I was like, uh-oh, this is not good. How does he know where I work? So I contacted the front desk at work and said, if anyone by this name comes by, don't let him in. So I have all these screenshots and we go to the police and the sheriff is kind of being a dick and not taking me seriously. He's like, so you didn't have a relationship with this person? And I'm like, no. He says, want to bang? What does that mean? It means he's to a have fucking creep. sex with me. Creep. Yeah. That's what that means. Exactly. He's a fucking creep. And the sheriff goes, well, why would he say that if you don't know him? And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? And my mom recognized the sheriff's last name. And it turns out that his niece sat two tables away from me and Ben in art class. And as soon as my mom brought up that she knew his niece, the sheriff was like, okay, I'll look into it. And we're like, thank you, finally. So we wait for the police to see what they find. And they call me back and leave me a voicemail saying, that he checked around and that Ben is not on parole and he's not on probation because he was found not guilty of attempted murder by reason of insanity. Oh,
1: cool, 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 cool. Super. So, yeah. Awesome. Glad he's after comforting me. Yeah.
0: Cool. So just leave it alone and don't respond to him and see if it dies off. Because
1: insane people love that. Love to be ignored yeah. and not responded exactly. to. Yeah. That's that's great
0: advice. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have any more questions, call me back. Like, fuck you. Yeah, my question is, why aren't you taking this seriously? Like, it's that thing of like, well, he hasn't done anything to you. He just sent you messages. And I'm sure the sheriff is like, you fucked him. And he's just like, upset that you're, you like, broke his heart or whatever. Uh, because of course, it probably has to be her fault. Of course. Or she's being a hysterical woman. Uh, I was like, that
1: doesn't change the situation. Even if they exactly. had sex, he's- That's she fucking She no right. longer wants to. And he's very clearly like- fucking pushing this
0: this is still fucking harassment even if she like had sex with him and doesn't want to anymore and he's harassing her do your fucking job what the fuck they had told me that if i wanted to file a complaint against him they would have to notify him and his lawyer and i didn't want to say anything to prove that i had read any of these messages because at that time i was not active on twitter all his facebook messages were going into my other folder so of course they never showed up as read I checked Instagram and there were one or two messages. So when the sheriff said that I can file a complaint, but that he's going to have to talk to him, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to trigger him because he clearly tried to kill his father. So the sheriff basically told me that he wasn't guilty of anything because of his plea of insanity. So he can't really help you because he didn't actually do anything to you besides these messages. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. Are you kidding me? Stop. So we end up telling my dad and he goes fucking nuts and I'm like, let's just wait and see because the most recent message was about a month old. If he says anything about killing me, then let's act, but for right now, let's just hold off. And like... That's how people wind up dead. Literally. I know and I get it, but like, no, like you need to get every restraining order on this person immediately because... And I also get that the reality of like a restraining order actually doesn't mean anything. It's a piece of paper. Yeah. It doesn't create a force field around you. Like, it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. If someone wants to violate it, they will. Yes. And you just have to hope that the cops get there before they do some crazy shit. Yes. That's actually what a restraining order is. So I also get that. And I just get you not wanting to poke the bear of just being like, For I sure. Don't. But this is, like, not a position anyone should be in. No, God, no. And then when you are in this position and then you go to the fucking cops and that's how they treat you. And then people are like, well, why don't women report? This is fucking why. Yes. This is fucking why. Yes. Because you don't get treated seriously, and then you get treated like it's your fault and you're a fucking whore. Yeah. That's fucking why.
1: Who the fuck wants to deal with that? No one.
0: No, you're like, this is traumatizing enough. I don't need to be fucking re-traumatized by the person who's supposed to like protect me here. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. So nothing really happens after that, and I moved to New York. In the meantime, my mom has a friend who works in the juvie system, so she's able to access all these files and whatnot. So she accesses his files, and apparently he tried to kill himself about 12 times as a teenager. Damn. Which, fuck. And my mom, being a web sleuth, found all the police reports her friend gave her and went on his Facebook, which was all public, and was able to perfectly piece together a timeline. And it showed that every time after his dad's situation, he went into the hospital I wouldn't get any messages. And he was probably fine for a few weeks to a month after his release Then he would go off his meds and contact me immediately. So my mom had this whole timeline thing figured out. Holy fuck. Go mom. Right? Fuck. I mean, that's the thing. Like, don't fuck with a mama bear. Oh, yeah, no. A mama bear will, like, fuck your life up. Like, don't. Yes. And God bless him. That's what we fucking need. So... He was making fake Twitter accounts with his same name, but the middle initial would be different, and would message me, but I basically ignored him. The last time he reached out was two years ago, saying he wanted to talk to me and that he had questions. And I wanted to confront him and have a police officer come with me and say, What the fuck do you want to talk about? I don't know you. What do you want to know? I can answer any weirdo question you have. But... Obviously, I didn't do that for my own safety, and ultimately, I don't live in Michigan anymore, so I don't have to worry about it. So this past Christmas, I'm back in Michigan, I'm at home, and my brother and I decide to go to this local bar. And I see my old friend from high school, and I was talking with her, and we were catching up, and she brings up our upcoming high school reunion. And I said that I don't think I'm going to go because Ben said that he was going to be there, and he's fucking nuts. Did you know that? And she goes, what do you mean? And I told her everything that was happening, and she goes, if you've not filed a restraining order against him, you need to. And I'm like, what do you mean? Why? Also, girl, like, what do you mean why? Yes. Like, he's a fucking psycho. Like, And he's very clearly he obsessed fi- with you. Yeah. Yes. He's obsessed. Like, he has decided that you raped him, and it's, like, publicly on Twitter saying, you raped me. But also, what a bang. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Then she told me this story that she says happened right before we all graduated, right before he tried to kill his dad. They were smoking weed in a field, and all of a sudden his face went blank and his eyes just unfocused and glazed over. He wasn't really there, and he said that he needed to kill me because my eyes know things. (gasps) Uh What the fuck? Okay. And that I know things because I'm a lizard person and I'm part of the Illuminati, and that he was convinced that I know what the end of the world is going to be because I'm part of the Illuminati, and he said that he needed to kill me to prevent that.
1: My jaw is on the fucking floor. Girl. I can't even, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine being like, no. Cool,
0: bro. Okay, I gotta get out of here now. No. So when he said he knew where I worked, he meant the Illuminati, (gasps) not the ad agency.
1: Oh my god.
0: What? Uh Uh-huh. Didn't see that coming. Okay. Girl, even though he told her that, she never told me until last Christmas. And while I haven't heard from him in two years, I definitely can't go back to my high school reunion, even if he is on his meds. So that's my stalker story. M. M. Holy fucking
1: shit. I'm so Horrifying. glad she's okay because that is that could have ended so
0: differently. I mean, I've definitely had a few stalkers in my life. There was a woman stalking my family for like 5 years. Holy shit. Yeah. And that was the thing, like we put restraining orders on her, and she violated them all the time, and they didn't do anything because yeah. I don't know if you knew this, um, women can't kill people. Yeah, that never happens. Apparently, as per the cops, they didn't do anything. Um, and that's the thing that's really infuriating to me is there are all these warning signs. There's all you know, like what was the thing of like Nicole Brown Simpson called the cops like eight times on O.J. Simpson, and they didn't do anything because he's famous. Yep. And he fucking murdered her. And that's the thing. You see it all the time of like, they're these really fucked up situations, and they keep going to the cops, being like, please help me, please help me. And they're like, well, we can't really do anything. Nothing really happened, blah, blah. And then they get fucking murdered. And then they're like, oh, Jamie's law. Yeah. It's like, no, there shouldn't be a fucking Jamie's law. You should have fucking preemptively handled this shit. Yes. And it's so fucking. That was, the, I remember when we were dealing with the stalker, like, they weren't doing anything. It was this woman who was very obsessed with my dad. And, like, she would write really sexually explicit letters oh to God. him. my okay. And because the thing is, like, the only, you can't, like, our, our house is unlisted. But my dad gets all his bills and stuff sent to a P.O. box. So she'd send, like, mixtapes and shit to this P.O. box. What the fuck? And, like, these really sexually explicit letters. And basically the cops were like, oh, you clearly, like, had an affair with this woman. No. And she's like- just like, yeah, And he was like, no. And they just wouldn't take him seriously because also it's like, well, it's a woman. Like, what can she do? And it's thinking like, well, she hasn't made a threat against you. But then she made threats against my mother's life. And they're still like, well, she's in another county, though. So
1: what? People don't have cars. They can't drive to other counties and commit crimes. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: Yeah, literally. And like, you know, she would say stuff about me, like information she knew about me, information she knew about like my brothers. Creepy. And that's that thing of because I'm an actor and now I have this podcast like I I am a public persona and I kind of have to be because casting directors they google you and when they want your name to come up but then that means like creepy people then have that same intel yeah exactly so it's a very not <laughs> safe and it's fucked but I just don't know why it's so difficult to believe people when they come forward and are like this is happening to me
1: Yes. And I fear for my life, literally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the story is so horrifying and that it's – and also, I don't understand how someone who is this mentally unwell keeps getting out of the hospital. Yeah.
1: Like, if you got acquitted on insanity, are, should you not be, like, under observation and treatment then?
0: I also never understood the not guilty by reason of insanity. It should be guilty – like, you are guilty – but maybe you don't go to, like, Gen Pop and you just go to, uh... Yeah. You know, ...psychiatric. And st- like, you are guilty. You did the you thing. You did the thing, yes. I don't know. Uh, I don't this know. Is, is, this is... The story was fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. And I'm glad that nothing has happened in the last two years. And I hope that stays the case. Yeah.
1: But it's like, fuck. She can't even go to her fucking high school reunion. Exactly. She doesn't get to live her life the way she wants because of this fucking asshole. Yeah,
0: you know it's that thing. It it reminds me of of that thing that Vanessa Gay said about Anthony Sowell of like how they both got the same sentence. Like she's like, I can't leave my house. I have so much anxiety. I can't leave my house, and he's like locked up. It's like we got the same sentence, but yeah. he's the one who did the fucking crime. Yeah, um, and that's just so fucked and not fair. Like it really is. Yeah, she didn't do anything. She's just living her fucking life.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And now this is her reality for basically.
0: Ever. Ever. Until the dude gets put away or dies or who knows. Fuck. Well, thanks so much for that story. I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. Fuck. Glad you're safe and you're well.
1: And I hope you never have to deal with this guy
0: ever again. Fuck, for real. Yeah. And I hope that the system gets their shit together and looks at their life and looks at their choices. Get your shit together. Literally. Fuck. Believe people when they come to you. Yes. Oh, my God. Because false reporting is statistically, it's like, it's like a rounding error, the amount of false reporting.
1: Yeah. Minimal. Very minimal. Exactly. That was fucking amazing, though. What a fucking story it ended on. Jesus. Right? Yeah. Fuck.
0: All the stories were fucking amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy and who, shit. who knew that we were going to have a bath salts theme? I know! A bath salts theme. <laughs> hey <laughs> Thanks so much to everyone who submitted their stories. This is amazing. As usual, it's our favorite episode. Fuck yeah. If you don't already, please follow us on the gram at another fucking horror podcast. You can find me at pinupgirlmo.
1: You can find me at lobotomy and that's labot period Amy.
0: Every six episode, as you know, we do a true listener tales episode. Uh, You don't need to wait the six weeks to submit your story. We have a rolling folder. Submit that shit anytime you fucking want. We fucking loved reading it. Uh, you can email us at another fucking horror podcast at gmail.com with a period instead of the U and fucking. Guys, enjoy October. It's the best spooky season. Thanks for being rad as fuck. Keep it cute. Keep it creepy. Bye. Bye.